Air, water, earth, fire. For hundreds of years, the four nations have lived in harmony. The Avatar, master of all four elements, has always been responsible for maintaining the peace. But Avatar Roku passed away 13 years ago, and now the four nations look to the air nomads to reveal the next Avatar. But the world is met in silence. Five young heroes stopped a secret Fire Nation invasion on their way to deliver the news of the Air Nomad genocide to Ba Sing Se. Now the world knows of the loss of the Air Nomads and both the Water Tribes and the Earth Kingdom prepare for all-out war. But as harmony is dissolved, our young heroes need to address the agitated spirits and bring peace back to the world. Previously on the Flying Bison Podcast... After their painstaking efforts to beseech the Mother of Faces paid off, Chena was left with an alarming new face. The group decides to go to the Siwang Desert to pursue Iron. Welcome to another episode of the Flying Bison Podcast. I should have gone for like a... Uh, not, that's like the spooky crypt keeper, but I could have done for like a like a movie monster, or like you remember those old like movie marathon, like spooky movie marathon. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Isn't yeah. Halloween over though? <laughs> I guess not in our hearts. Sorry. Never. It never ends. <laughs> You always got to apologize for the heart calendar, you know, Nick. <laughs> you surely should. I I like to live life like every day is Halloween. I am constantly throwing eggs at people's doors Whoa. and stealing candy from houses. Wait. So I'm just committing felonies. There's a great Malcolm <laughs> in the middle coat for this. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. Cool. Reese is talking to his little brothers and he's like, every day is Halloween as long as you keep the spirits of like arson and, and trickery in, in your hearts or something. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's those two. It's something like that. <clears throat> it's delightful. That is delightful. And there should be there should be more arsons, but less injuries because of arson. Just things on fire in general. Just there should be more things on fire. I want to live in an apocalyptic world is what I'm saying, where everything is on fire. <laughs> oh my God. I'm, a, I'm a huge proponent of open it. flames. I think, I think there needs to be more more open flames just in general. Only you can start the apocalypse. It's because he's in the Midwest now. So he's like, oh, you guys can just burn fires freely. <laughs> Uh, I can just light off fireworks here? Are you kidding me? (laughs) I love Nick's casual reference to Smokey the Harbinger. (laughs) (laughs) Only you can bring the end. Oh my god. You know, this is a this is a shout out. I think the Kickstarters end it well after this. Um, but there's a a new Powered by the Apocalypse game coming out called uh, Apocalypse Keys that deals with the end times and and harbingers of the apocalypse so nice. maybe if we ever play that maybe i'll play uh smoky the bear if smoky he were the harbinger the, the bringer of end time smoky the harbin bear well it is a another episode of the flying bison podcast we're so happy 
you're all joining us today uh today we don't have any banter questions we didn't just banter for the last eight minutes uh, by accident that would be ridiculous by accident uh we hate no, we're professional our time we together we're professionals Come on. uh instead we're gonna answer growth and advancement questions because it's the end of an arc it's the start of a new arc it's a new season we're doing something new we're gonna answer the growth and advancement questions because uh, i'm tired of you lying about how much growth get each arc so now i can pick apart your answers awesome uh, so oh, we're gonna man. answer the first the first three questions as a group and then we'll go over your playbook specific questions the first one is did you learn something challenging exciting or complicated about the world uh, and for your reference this is everything in Ankela. so from arriving in Ankela to leaving in Ankela. yes I learned what it's like to not have a face. <laughs> it was not good. It was bad. It's pretty complicated. Yeah. Yeah. The the exciting thing that Osa learned is that there are relics that exist in the world with spiritual power, and mm. that could be a helpful thing for us to know. Ah, yeah, yeah. That's a way more practical thing than mine I was, <laughs> I was just gonna say Ren Ren like learned that uh, he has an artist inside of him so we all learned that that was a big one that was that, was. that seems very exciting to Ren yes that is something yeah. exciting about the world if not at least exciting to us as listeners and our, as maybe as characters it's not gonna answer for Danny Monroe. I think Rosa really learned, especially with the repeated, like, quote unquote, Dosa encounters. I think Rosa learned that the stuff that we experienced, especially in the last season, is going to have some lasting effects uh, like on him, like on him and probably like the rest of us, like mentally. And, you know, like basically he was introduced to the world of trauma. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, this is the exciting fun. world of trauma. <laughs> no, that was the first season. It was the exciting world of trauma. And then it was just having to have, like, carry that around. That's the yeah. Little... Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. He, he's, uh, he's, he's learning that, oh, get, yeah. we, we, yep. we did all that, but it's, yeah. yeah. It's learning so that you don't get to just finish the task and move on completely. Yeah. 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 Ro, do you think uh, Liko learned anything exciting, challenging, or complicated? Um, it's maybe a little complicated she learned uh the importance of showing emotion because uh, uh she didn't have a face so she had to show in a different way and uh it, it was it was important to her to do it even though she's kind of told, grew up knowing that she shouldn't do it yeah totally um, I love that. So I think that was a yes from everyone. Uh, this yes. is also a good time to remind you that you can mark your own growth and advancement. I will no longer be marking it for you like we did under uh, details when we were emailing. Correct. If you forget to mark it, too bad, so sad. I will not be going back so and listening. <laughs> I respect that. Did you stop a dangerous threat and or solve a community problem? Heck yeah. <laughs> Not even a question. Some co-spirits 
I think, yeah, absolutely. Even if it wasn't the co-spirits, the uh, I think whatever was attacking, or getting yeah, on, getting mixed fa- yeah, getting yeah. chased fast, okay. yeah. Well, it's threat or community problems. Yeah, so. um, stop a dangerous yeah. threat. Yeah, yeah. I I think absolutely yes for all of you. Mm. I'll take it. And uh, did you guide a character towards balance? In other words, push them towards their center. Uh, or uh, did you end the session at your center? I ended at center. So I ended at center. Did we all end at center? I did not end at center. (laughs) Stop doing that. I think think you guided a character towards balance. I I can't think of... I don't think so. Rico, are you at your center? Yes, I am. Okay, so then that is another yes for Rico. So yes for uh, all of you, I think. Except, Except for, for me. Yep. Except for Ryan. All right, now let's get into the playbook-specific stuff. I'm going to go down. I don't know what I've done before. This time, we're going to go alphabetical through playbooks. Danny, you are up first, Rosic. Let's start with your question, which is, did you pursue a desire or goal of your own outside of protecting others? Um, I don't know. I don't know if we could say when um, Rosic saw the person with the face of Dosa in the alleyway and decided to go chase after him. Because I feel like um, that was it definitely was like an impulsive, like instinctual thing. Like what? And he just sort of just followed without thinking. Uh, I don't know if he could say that was pursuing a desire or goal of his own because there was also the time where he chased the spirit in the ship, but that was really to save his brother. Like yeah. he was like that thing might have the wooden mask. I can't wait for Osa and Liko. I need to go and find it. So. The only thing that comes to mind is in Ankela. Well, I don't know. What do you guys think? Would you say that chasing a possible dose up person down an alley qualifies of pursuing a desire of Rosic's own? I would say a lot of Rosic's mode has still been guardian in the traditional sense, like mm-hmm. caught up yeah. in oh, yeah. protecting Che and thinking of the yeah. group more yeah. so than like that taking on the shape of like Rosic's branching out here yeah. which I think is yeah how the question feels mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah so I think I want to say no no to that okay all right uh, next up is our icon Lico mm-hmm. uh, let's first ask these um, did you uphold your responsibilities uh, yeah because we went looking for a um, a relic. Yeah. Searching for yeah. hidden histories and artifacts, safekeeping records and relics. Absolutely. And yeah. uh, we tried to protect a small little tribe from a, from dark spirits. Yeah. So. Um, that sounds great. So then uh, shift your balance towards roll. And if you have any conditions marked, go ahead and clear one of them. I'm going to take away guilty. And 
did you break a prohibition? Yes, I did. I did uh, show emotion. Did show emotion, yeah. So, this is fun. I think this is the first time this has happened since the new ones have shown up. Shift toward, back towards freedom. So you're back at center mm-hmm. again. Yep. Uh, but we're going to need to underline one of the prohibitions you broke during this arc. And uh, we're going to underline it. And if we underline it again, then we're going to cross it out because that means it no longer matters to you. So basically, uh, if you if you break a prohibition twice, you you don't care about that thing anymore. Mm -hmm. So for now, we're just going to underline never express emotion. And if you break it again, we're just going to cross it out and you no longer have to care about that. Now that's a kind of growth. That is a type of growth. Yeah. All right. And your playbook question is, did you accomplish a feat worthy of your burden and tradition? Her as an individual, no. But I think as a group they did because they were able to get Jay a face back. It just wasn't his face. I mean, I think you're a part of that. You're a part of that. You're a part of getting that mask. And yeah, absolutely. Couldn't have happened without you. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I would... I would definitely mark another growth for that. Uh, Ren is up next. Did you improve the lives of a community of average citizens or help an ordinary people with their problems? So the ordinary citizens one is more in the lane of what happened after the play with the co-spirits. I think we did a good job trying to clear the building, make sure that people were safe, and then ultimately uh, resolving the issue, at least as far as the the town's concern about the spirits attacking people. 100% on board with that. It seemed like everyone else kind of like switched to fighting mode and then was like just trying to get people out. So, yeah, totally. Megaphone. Megaphone. All right. And then I forgot that Johnny is a destined and that is not on this sheet let me just pull it up um johnny do you think osa spent any meaningful time with someone else focused on their concerns and troubles yes i'm gonna say yes so i uh we had talked about you mentioned uh the play which i don't necessarily feel like counts but i was thinking about um in all of the time after the play after che lost his face and surrounding the mission to go and get the mask was spent entirely focused on Che's issue. Mm. Oh, totally. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, um, I don't think what that means, what your question means is that, like, you don't have any vested interest at all in what you're doing. Like, obviously, you had vested interest in it, but mm-hmm. like, it was not specifically an issue connected to you and your problems and someone else. I, I'm, I dig that, yeah. Uh, all right, so if you uh, marked all four growth and or more than that, do you miss, um, do you miss Che? I don't care about him. It's not like he's having a rough time. We're actually retconning uh, the whole face com- coming back to Che. We're, we're he's just gone. Che off the proof. Yeah, yeah Che Che is gone. Um, it's it's actually that was by a, it was it's that was it's a whole new person and so we're just gonna replace Nick with someone else. It's like my oh. Doctor Who esque way to to replace the actor. Surprise. <laughs> um, 
Nick, did Shay learn anything meaningful, important about their lineage, its members, or its effects on the world and others? No. Not really. <clears throat> yeah, really. it was. Yeah. You and I, you and I should have a talk. Uh, you and I should have a talk. You're in trouble. Doesn't just say to Nick, we need to talk. Oh. We need to talk. Oh, no. You no, saw how having you saw how having the face of your lineage affects others. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, that's good. Um, cool. All right. So, did anyone get an advancement, and what did you take? Okay, so I did. I did get an advancement, and I will take from my own playbook. Your rules stink. That's good. I like that. Tell. When you stand up to an adult by telling them their rules are stupid, roll with passion. Uh, on a hit, they're surprised by your argument and they have to shift their balance or offer you a way forward past the rules. Ah, on a 10 plus, fun. you do both. On a miss, your efforts only reveal how strongly they believe in their own system. And then I mark a condition as their resistance leaves me reeling. I so. love that. That's very fun. Uh, what did Osa pick? I'm very curious uh, to see what I am taking Martyr Complex from... Uh, from the Guardian playbook. Uh, bum, bum, bum. I have I that. Love that. I know you do. And for the sake of time, I'm not going to read the text, otherwise this whole episode is going to be <laughs> I know. just I growth know. and advancement. Monroe, have we decided? Uh, I took uh, Protector's Burden. Oh, okay. Uh, Protector's Burden is... That's uh, a feature. feature. It's not a move. Yeah. So oh, it's a feature. feature. So any of the moves are going to have the um the the little cross thing for yeah the four arrows. While you're looking that over, Danny, you and I got to talk about something. Mm-hmm. All right, one of the first scenes tonight has got to be how you resolve your protector's burden, mm-hmm. which was a miss last time. So you have to decide whether you're going to keep Che as your ward or pick a new ward. Surprise, also, Danny. I also need you to roll it. uh, Well, I also don't know what you're going to pick. I kind of do. We talked a little bit about it. Yeah. But just just for the sake of it, just explicitly told you what I'm going to pick. I know. Just in case you change your mind. Why don't you roll uh, again? So let's talk about that. Yeah. Well, I believe Trey listens to me more than often than that. Well, I mean, when he didn't have a face, all he could do was listen to me. I <laughs> come on. No, if I think serves, he pantomimed his disagreement. Uh, yeah, no, no. I mean, I said no last time. Rosic still definitely believes that it's the same case this time. So no. Okay. Have you recently <laughs> protected them or helped them with a problem? <laughs> Yes. Yes. Um, uh, is there an immediate threat to your ward that you are aware of? Not anymore. Sure. I don't think so. Sure. Maybe his face is a threat to him. <laughs> Dang. Having a face in general. Just, that was just, harsh. Just the one. Just, yeah, so just, just, the one. just the one, yes. Just the one, yes. So roll 2d6 plus one. Six. Okay. So again, a miss. So even at the end, if you decide to keep Che as your ward at the end of this arc, have to decide again. Have to decide again. So if 
Very interesting. Rosa keeps missing and keeps deciding to keep Chase as Warren. That's very fascinating to me. Uh, Monroe, did we finally decide? Yeah, we gotta cut the garbage from the elder. <sighs> I don't know what that is, but I love the name of it. I love it. That's what it says. It's a great cut move. Garbage. <laughs> what uh, what does it do? Um, what it does is that uh, I don't want, I want to read the whole thing, but basically, sure. when you openly confront someone to get the truth, roll with harmony. On a hit, ask two. The character can say or do what they like, but their player will answer honestly. On a seven to nine, their player gets to ask a question you must answer honestly as it's, well. It's basically suspicious mind, but you're just yeah. yelling at them. Yeah. <laughs> and I wanted suspicious mind, so I was like, oh, this sounds right up my alley. Uh, that's much more Lico than suspicious mind. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I love Cut that. the garbage. That's, great. that's wonderful. Um... Great. Uh, that went uh, uh, much slower than I had, uh, I had hoped it would. Um, all of us played okay. a part. <laughs> it's gonna happen. You all played a part. I tried to, I tried to do what I could and to give we you the information ahead of time. Let most of you know you're probably gonna take an advancement. Um, My hands are clean. That's all right. Johnny seemed prepared, and I'm. My hands are Johnny. filthy. <laughs> 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 At least you didn't also lie to me. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's get into this because we've got a lot to do tonight. Oh, yeah. And I don't know what's going to happen tonight. You are on your way to leave Ankela. And it sounds like from last episode, your next destination is the Siwang Desert. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Now, just the general Siwang Desert, or is there a place we're trying to get to? Hmm. It appears we did not think that through. We're trying to get to the, the, the library, right? Does anybody know of a location in the Siwang Desert? We don't know about the library. No. Um, meta question, but like, yes, if I remember correctly from the last airbender, rumors about Wan Tong's library exist, right? Mm -hmm. Like, people don't find it easily, Correct. but but it's kind of a thing that people talk about, at least in folklore, Correct. right? Yes, it's, um, I think especially now, too, right? I was actually thinking about that episode. Uh, in preparation for this um, and they are like oh my gosh what is this tower but I think that's probably just because so much time has passed in between right um, it is very known that there is a spirit tower in the Siwang desert now is that where Iron went oh maybe maybe not it's not a bad point of reference I'm just going to say Che didn't know anything about this, so it's all news to him. I'm going to say that Ren has heard the stories of Wang Shitong's. I'm sure you've read about it, yeah. Um, from Gimo sure. growing up and his education. Yeah. So do we want to do this RP? Yeah. I, I think right, so, cool. yeah. Let's jump yeah. in. So let's just say we started flying there and then some Che just goes... Where are we going exactly? This doesn't answer it, but I heard 
growing up that there is a place in the desert, like a library, with lots and lots of tomes and scrolls, and that could be a place to go. I don't know. Does anyone else know any place in the desert? I mean, I was going to say that I know that there's a knowledge spirit that is supposed to live in, in the Siwang Desert. That's all I really know. I never asked about him when I was in the spirit world. What was his name? I think Juan something. It sounds familiar, but I don't remember. So we know Iron has been hanging out with a lot of spirits, so maybe he's paid Juan a visit. Do we know where this library in the desert is? On a map, I can generally point, but I don't think that'll help us. You know, the, you know, the desert is <laughs> massive, right? It's- I have heard that you can't find it unless you know where it is. But I've also heard that some of the sandbending <laughs> tribes, like, you guys are looking at me like I'm crazy. No, I've. there are rumors that it's not the sort of place you can just stumble upon. You have to mm. be looking for it intentionally, uh-huh. and you have to know how to find it to find it. But, so we, like, don't know where we're going. <laughs> we're just going. Well, I've also heard... Uh, is that really different not, from usual? Not at all. I, I the sandbending tribes supposedly know how to find it. So maybe... We can talk okay, to some we'll sand find some sandbenders. They can't be that hard to find, right? right? Yeah. yeah. Wherever they go, there'll be a lot of sand flying all over the place. I don't think they're that hard to find. I feel like you're missing particularly friendly. Well, neither am I. That might be so. a problem. Check. No, it means we have something in common. We can try yeah, a few different angles, over. and we'll find a few different sandbenders, and each time we'll rotate. Who does the talking? I don't know. If it goes wrong the first time, I don't know how many opportunities we'll have after that. So maybe we just say, Che, don't talk to the sandbenders until the rest of us have made a good impression. Feeling pretty singled out right now. Rosic, you don't Uh, say anything either. How about oh, we'll see. anyone who's usually mean to people be quiet around the sandbenders? We all start looking at each other, being like, pointing, like, like you, like me? Uh. Osa's just looking at Che and Liko. <laughs> Ro- Ro- Rosalik is, when Osa says that, Rosalik is kind of like leaning his head to the side like a dog out a window in a car. <laughs> yeah, we, we're writing Rue at this point, right? Mm-hmm. You are. Rue and, and yeah. Chad. Okay. Um, I should I'll step in here as well too there is one other option uh, that Osa might come through your head which is you could meditate and find Tuan Shitong's library in the spirit world you don't have to go to the physical world I think that Osa doesn't feel like he has a clear enough idea of how to find it even in the spirit world and uh, you know, doesn't want to make, don't, doesn't want to search for a needle in a haystack alone. He'd rather sure. look for it in the material world with other yeah. people. All right. 
All right, let's look for some sandbenders. So just to be clear, me and Che are not saying anything. To the sandbenders <laughs> until we're sure that we have a an arrangement. I just, I think we should let Ren be our representative this time. I agree with that. I like that. Oh, thank you guys. Yeah, Ren is pretty good at talking, talking up people. I'm more, I'm, my, my skills rely on talking down people, you know, it's dressing them down. It's, a, it's an art. If we need that, pretty proud of I... Well, one of us will let you know. I might not be good at singling that out, but yeah. Yeah, that's I'll right. Decide. You know. It's okay. okay. Just don't decide that with the sandbenders. <laughs> <laughs> Cue that meme of the kid, like, just like popping all the veins <laughs> on his, his head, just like holding his face. <laughs> now... Obviously, Ankela is a uh, very long ways away from the Siwang Desert, and I don't feel the need to go through every day like we all basically did last season. Um, but I do think there's enough time that you all rest, so any fatigue you have is cleared. We'll, we'll just kind of brush over the Excellent. fact that you find places to stay and whatnot. Um, don't unmark conditions again you have to do those specific condition triggers to unmark those uh, and if you have anything you want to to say to people have conversations with people um, you know there's time you know as you're like staying in these mm -hmm. inns or maybe flying one of these days that you can have uh, a solo conversation with someone or a couple people if you want to I think um, Rozak is gonna when he finds some time he wants to go over to Che and just so Rosak's kind of, I feel like Rosak, he's, he definitely overthinks things. And uh, that also is like, that's within the context of Che. So Rosak goes to Che at some point and says, uh, hey bro, what's up? Hey bro, how's it going? Yeah. It's, still, still trying to get used to the whole face thing. It's really. Oh, sorry. Uh, no, no, don't be sorry. No, that's, that's actually kind of what I wanted to talk to you about. Um. I don't know if you have any worries. You know, you you don't seem to worry nearly about things as much as I do. But I don't know if you have any worries about you know any changes in like group dynamics with you know this newfound. Whereas like kind of like gestures awkwardly to his face. Your newfound um uh, <clears throat> visage, facial visage. Yeah. But um, I just want to let you know that no matter how you look and how um slightly intimidating now you look uh uh yeah, yeah you're still my brother bro you know i'm still gonna be here for you and i still i still love you man i still still kind of weird but i'll get over that well, I, I appreciate all of that i love you too it's crazy you have the same face of a man who like kicked into a boat oh yeah yeah so like instinctually i just want to kick you in the face again but getting past that yeah thanks for not kicking me in the face yeah oh man you should have been there it was crazy but yeah oh, um okay that's so that's all i wanted to say um 
Rose like starts like going for a hug and then sort of just holds out his hand to like dab up or something. Like, gets into a ready position. Oh, wait, what are you, what's going on? Uh, uh, he just holds out his hand to shake. Okay, alright, then just shakes his hand. And Rose like stands for a while and just sort of lightly brushes your face and then walks away. Uh, what? As soon as Rose like leaves the door, he just face palms and just leaves. Does anyone else want to have any conversations with anyone? This is a genuine question I could go either way, Justin. On any of the stops or lodging or anything where we find any signs of civilization, if you'd like, Ren could uh, use his move for seeing what people's needs are locally. Oh, um, absolutely. It's the whatever I can move. Yeah, absolutely. Um, No, they're totally so like... You know, when I say you're stopping, like you're, I'm assuming you're not camping in the wild all these nights, right? I'm sh- assuming. Preferably not. Got to have There's better a small food. village. There's probably some like, small village stock and stuff. Yeah, too. absolutely, totally. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there is a there's a small village, and let's get you a name. How about that? Sure. And generally, where on the map do you want this to be? Um, I mean, this is probably, let's activate that. Let's, let's take a look at the old map. (laughs) There's a couple, uh, (laughs) official lore places that, uh, exist. Uh, one is right here. Uh, it's the city state of Chenbao. It's a, it's a very large city actually. Um, and it's one of the closest to the Northern Water Tribe. And during Roku's era, so not too long ago, it saw uh, a huge devastation from a flood uh, that was never quite discovered how the flood started. And so many people from the Earth Kingdom think that it was the waterbenders. All the waterbenders say that, well, it's just the Earth kingdom you know like kicking some rocks and shifting some plates and whatnot so it's it used to be a very very big city it's a little bit smaller now because of the flood there's also a little bit further south uh, around here where i'm pinging right now where justin the blue is pinging right now uh is the uh town of gaipan which is the city that jet tried to flood in avatar the last airbender so that is the city at the end of like a huge dam what was the name of the first one justin i want to go to that one uh chen bao yeah so when we stop in chen bao which is very mountainous right uh, it's on the edge of it, yeah. There's there's still quite a bit of like plain as well too, since it's like near a beach in the edge of uh, the Northern Water Tribe. Cool. And when we stop in Chen Bao and we're kind of restoring uh, what we need for food, uh, Ren is going to walk around, and Ren has this look of calm on his face. It seems like he's taking in the sights of the town. And he seems more relaxed than he's been for a while after all this travel. 
and uh, Ren just starts noting what's around him. Justin, does he see anything? And should I roll for this, or should I use the roll only while asking a, a local something directly? Yeah, I, want I mean, to use... like if you're whatever I can. Yeah, I want to use the move whatever I can. Yeah, I'm I'm fine. You can you don't I don't even have to role play it. Like if you're walking around asking people like, oh, how's it going? Um, how you doing? What what's going on? What what what's the haps? Give me the give me the sitch. Yo, uh, what it do? What it do? <laughs> Uh, no, you can roll whatever I can, and the result of that roll, we'll we'll jump into some role play from there. Cool, cool. I will roll. What do we got? We got an eight, a hit. So for your whatever I can, when you spend time talking to locals about their problems, roll with harmony. Uh, on a hit, you hear about the most significant and serious problem at hand. GM will tell you who it affects and what is the cause. And um, on a 10 plus, you can ask a follow-up question about the problem or cause and you take plus one ongoing. So because you did not get a, a 10 plus, you cannot ask this person a follow-up question. Okay. Okay. Uh, they will essentially tell you the problem and leave. And it is a, um, it is a, a young waterbender, and they they've they've got like the traditional like hooped hair that Katara does, um, but they tell you that all of the water tribe members that have been displaced and live here in Chen Bao are constantly being like ostracized by the governor of Chen Bao and the other Earth Kingdom citizens because of what the Earth Kingdom thought was a tsunami caused by waterbenders. So there is a ridiculously high tax on water tribe goods and merchant ships that come through this area and this person tells you that their livelihood like they've got families that like merchant families that are struggling to make ends meet because of this impossibly ridiculous tax on their goods and ships i'm really sorry to like, hear that uh it's fine. I'm, yeah. It's a bummer. I, I, I have got to go though. I'm sorry. I've, I, we just have a ship coming in. I've got to unload it. And I'm, I'm sure sorry. you're busy. That's fine. Man, that's messed up. Oh, uh, when Ren rejoins the group, he will say thus. <laughs> <laughs> that's what. He, he speaks oh, so stayeth the red <laughs> in Shakespearean style. Another one verily. of his working plays. Verily, verily, I say to you. <laughs> hey guys, this place—it's uh, not treating the waterbenders right. They're getting taxed unnecessarily heavily for bringing stuff in. Apparently, there's this whole story about a flood that happened a while back, and everyone blames everybody else. 
that's how everything maybe works. Maybe if we just kind of asked around, we could settle what's going on with the rumors or. I don't know. I mean, how long does this flood? Justin? Um, you say? I, I have not said it's it's been a few years and basically it's like one of those things where like the year it happened like it was just like disaster relief and then as the years progressed it became very clear that the governor was essentially targeting and creating rules that targeted water tribe mm. members and so it might have been like maybe uh at first it was like uh you know something minor like oh just uh anyone coming uh from a water tribe ship uh has to like register da, 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 you know and then a couple years later it was a curfew on you know water tribe merchants and then it became this huge tax so it's it's something that's been like escalating and boiling for let's say like four or five years now mm -hmm. you know Shay, i might be the one to talk to the sandbenders but you might be the one to talk to the mayor if you wanted to i just really don't like bullies like i get that i just i'm, I'm not saying know. we have to stay or anything and make every problem our problem it's just i just heard about it so do you want me to talk to him? You're, yeah, you're good at it. Shake right. him down. Oh, shake him down. <laughs> it's, it's always the politicians. Yeah, it is. It is usually mayors, isn't it? Say so understands power. He knows how to speak to power. I will go to the mayor's <laughs> office. <laughs> Let me think alone? about this one a little bit. Alone? By yourself? Uh, does anyone want to come to the mayor's office with me? Rosalek Rose like, Rose like, Rose like, like, you want to play a little good cop, bad cop, bro? <laughs> I was thinking, you can be the good cop. And I'll whittle on the down a bit, you know? I, I do a pretty good bad cop. I'm not even sure what I'm going to do yet, so I don't know about that. Uh, Alright, how about we do talking cop and silent cop? Nice. I'll be the silent cop. Okay. And I'll just look at him. S sounds intimidating. It's good. Are Ren and Liko going too? I'm going. Yeah, I just I don't uh, know Ren. Yeah, if you think it's okay, Che, we could all come and that way it looks like a whole bunch of people are upset about it. <laughs> it's a whole bunch of kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean I'm just gonna I'm just gonna shoot from the hip here, so I don't know. Don't shoot him though. I'm I'll, thinking about I'll it. I'll catch up with you guys after okay. you you finish. Okay. Osa's okay. gonna stay behind it, do something. Oh, we can come back to that. Sounds good. Uh, you arrive um, at a very ostentatious-looking mansion. Okay, this is a bit much. Yeah, here we go. And it's it is very like out of place because you can still see there like as you're walking through Chen Bao, there's still tons of people that are like just now rebuilding from the tsunami that happened. Like they've just been able to put some shacks up. 
for people. And this politician clearly has not really helped too much in that endeavor as you stand in front of this giant mansion. It's like he's been making good use of that water tribe tax. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, now I'm invested. I start banging on the door. <laughs> That's all I ask. Uh, and you just hear, it's unlocked. Okay. Can I open it? Security is tight here. Yeah, not very. <laughs> and uh, you see it's uh, office on this first floor. Um, there's like a woman sitting at a desk. Um, do you have a meeting? Uh, sorry, we have an important message for your mayor. It's from uh, Bossing Say. We don't have a mayor. Governor. Governor. I apologize. I misspoke. We have a governor. Yeah. You want to make sure you it's get a city. that right when you speak to him. Excuse me. This is a. This is not just a city. This is one of the nation states. It's like the center of most of the northern area here of the Earth Kingdom. So much more than a city. Got it. Yeah. All those frozen uh, well, mountains uh, and tundras. Um, I can pencil you in for, uh, it looks like he's got an opening in three months. Three months. Interesting. Um, sounds like he's really busy. Must be, um, helping out with all the destruction from that flood, right? (laughs) I love it when you throw GM through a loop. What is your intention with that statement? <laughs> it's, really to, it's, it's really to to draw any something. more information <laughs> about this mayor, I mean governor, and how they operate. Okay. It could be an assess the situation, but yeah, it. Um, it also feels a little bit like a trick to me. I was going to say the same thing. Ah, okay, um, yeah. It feels like you're trying to get him to, like, open up and, and keep talking to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're... Right, your like your to spill the beans on something. Yeah, your motives are a little ulterior. You got me. I got you. That's, that's what threw me for a loop. I was like, that sounds a little bit like a veiled threat to me. As a person, so it feels like there should be some sort of roll there. I rolled a miss. Five. A miss. Missing the trick. I get to do a move. Uh, yes, uh, Governor uh, Len is a consummate uh, and storied uh, defender of the disenfranchised and the poor. Here, he has done countless work for the people here of Chen Bao. Absolutely, yes. 
Excellent. Well, I think that's exactly what we wanted to meet with him about. So he'll probably want to push the meeting up sooner because some people are quite upset about just that and how the projects are rolling out. Ren winks at Jay. Am I doing, am I doing good? Is this good? Jay like sees it, but he's clearly distracted looking at the, like the, I'm assuming this is his mansion. There's just two like sweeping staircases on either side of this lady and they're both just marble. <laughs> and he's just looking at him. A hundred percent. Why don't you please? Right, I got all the rolls right now. I'm just rolling. Yeah, so you guys held off on the uh, gold trim. It's way to keep it very, uh, you know, toned down. That's oh. what Governor Len said as well, too. Receives I, rolled, roll I rolled a six for my plead also on this. <laughs> <laughs> you got us into so, this. So how did I, how did I do this? Am I doing good? <laughs> Here's the answer to that question. No. I'll tell you what. Um, you seem very industrious young teens. Uh, concerned with uh, creating a society that is orderly and structured and uh, beneficial for all. Um, there are a number of pirates who are pushing illegal goods here into Chen Bao and then further on into the Earth Kingdom. If you were to deal with these pirates, uh, perhaps I could get you a meeting sooner. In fact, oh, what's this? My eraser's slowly moving towards this appointment that's tomorrow. Be a shame if that got erased. Friends like beaming and looks at Che and nods vigorously. Um, where would these pirates be if we wanted to pay them visit? Uh, about uh, an hour or so outside of Chen Bao to the south. Uh, if you follow the coast, uh, you should come to a, a number of caves, and we think that's where they're hiding. Um, but hard to tell with pirates absolutely so uh we'll uh we'll try and check that out for you maybe but um yeah thank you for your time always let's go uh the moment we are outside <laughs> Che has had a thousand yard stare this entire time. It's like, <laughs> all right, I'm burning that house down. I uh, these these people are despicable. We're gonna go find those pirates, but we're gonna find them so that we can help have them help us take over the city. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't think we want another coup, Che. <laughs> we we already did that. This isn't a Not coup. The- this is like a people taking back. You know, they're, they're, it's a coup. It sounds like it's yeah. more of a 
Yeah, maybe if anything, it's a siege. I don't know. Well, I'm hoping I, it's I not a siege. I didn't want to start a war between the classes here. I just wanted to improve the taxes. How are you going to do that? This guy is clearly only concerned with lining his own pockets. What what could we offer him? More okay. money? I'm not I'm yeah. I'm a little I tight guess, on funds right now, Ren. Yeah, I guess it wasn't the best idea. It's, it's probably not, harder to change things than that. It's not a bad idea to try to But what if what if we pretended to represent the pirates? And Ren pulls out his Naganata <laughs> with the symbol on it. And we said that we'll leave them alone. They just saw all of us. Yeah, I was going to say, she saw all of us. Except for... Except for, Except for Osa. 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 <laughs> doesn't really have a pirate vibe. I'm also a professional actor and playwright you are now and i can't argue with that but i think it would be better to equip i'm not you know what if we were under some sort of disguise do you think she bothered to care to look at us deeply to remember who we are i guess she'd just arrest us if we were pirates not if some of us perhaps okay bring the pirates with us no more coup no more coup we're gonna tone okay, it down a little bit you. okay i do like the working with i like working as pirates but what about working with pirates right we go meet the pirates we don't start like a siege but we let them into the city right i'll dig a little hole for them so they can tunnel underneath the walls we come into the city we take the mayor sorry governor hostage Right, and then we make him sign a new, you know, uh, trade deal, so that the waterbenders aren't, uh, and, and, and being overtaxed anymore. So we're gonna help pirates get in to the governor's mansion and hold him at blade point to to write a change in the bill. Yeah. But it's not a coup. It's not a coup. What, what it's if, more direct. What if, this is just a thought. What if they're not even pirates? What if they're just water tribe I'm like 100% sure that that is the case. Yeah, so they might they might not be actual pirates. It's, it's, the, it's the, the brother. Mine. Mine. Mm-hmm. I, I know that uh, things are complicated <laughs> and that governments are hard to change and stuff. I think we've been figuring that out over time, but I mean, it's pretty easy like, at least once. I feel like I feel like if we try to change things this way, it might just worsen the relationship with the waterbenders and the other locals here. So if they think that everyone was forced to change the law and rumor gets out about the governor being uh what is that called? Threatened? Coerced. That's the word. Well, what, what do you guys think about just taking this one step at a time and just going to see what the deal with the pirates is? Rosic, that's like that the too. best idea 
Yeah. That, See, I, oh, this, I mean, that's just, that's a really good idea. I have a plan on my book. It's underscored. It's the one I resort to the most. It's, it says wing it. Hmm. Oh, I guess so. that's a non-plan. But yeah, that's, I think that's nice. And then we can revisit what you were saying, Jay. Look, as a waterbender, I do have to say that this kind of holds a little close to home. So I would just... I just want to say that if there's anything we can do to relieve them of anything, I'm for it. Yeah. I don't want to put them in further discomfort or higher taxes or anything like that. Well, I'm all for talking to the pirates, clearly. And I appreciate what you, well, I support you guys, what you guys are saying about helping these people. I just, if you really don't, if you don't want the quick and easy solutions, the only way to fix this is to get the people of like the Earth Kingdom to recognize that these waterbenders are just their neighbors. They are just people from a few hundred miles north. And uh, we've already determined that I am not the guy that talks to people and explains that kind of stuff to them. So. Maybe we'll have a chance. Well, if you do. I, w- I would volunteer since I am a waterbender as well, but I'm not from there, and I don't think what I would have to say would count. I don't live there every day. I don't know what they're going through. Mm. I have a megaphone. You could use that if you want when the time comes. But for now, let's try to figure out what's happening here. Yeah? Where do you keep this microphone? You just like... Megaphone? It's a... Because it's such an awkward shape. It's just like like under Ren's cloak. It's just like an awkward triangular thing bulging out to the side of his hip. Most people have swords. He has this megaphone. I think we've established Ren doesn't carry enough things, so. Where's Osa? (laughs) Yeah, I was about to say, Osa, what have you been doing this entire time? So, as soon as they left to go talk to the governor, Osa goes to the room that he's been staying in and locks the door. And um, he's a little bit worried about what any of them might think if they come in while he's doing what he's about to do. So he also moves one of the beds in front of the door and then sits down in the middle of the room and uh, starts to meditate. And I'm going to use my call from afar move to reach out to Iron. To Iron. Oh, no. Okay. Eight. So it's a hit. So, um, when I feel like I've connected with him, I just whisper, what are you trying to accomplish with all of this? With everything you're doing? You hear a whisper back. Also, it's good to hear from you again. So soon. What do I get out of this? 
justice. Osa. The people that were given power should not have it. Should not keep it. I will right those wrongs. People that should have the power. When I'm all said and done, we'll be the ones making the calls. And it's up to you and your friends to decide which side you want to be on. Sounds like a pirate mutiny. Uh, totally for that. I, I I think we need to switch to pro team Iron. <laughs> um, yeah, when when he stops talking, I just sit in the middle of the room in silence. I break my meditation, but I, I sit for a little while, and then think about the fact that my friends are probably going to be back at any moment. And I get up and I reset the room, and. I uh, unlock the door and go try to put myself into a state that they'll kind of expect to find me in. Act casual. Back. You come back and Osa's like leaning up against a bookshelf, like looking at a <laughs> vase. <laughs> my shirt's only buttoned halfway up. <laughs> um... <laughs> No, but I have a question for you mechanically, Justin. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, do you think that reaching out to Iron without telling anyone counts as a foolhardy action? Foolhardy action? Absolutely, it does. Yes, yes, Excellent. absolutely, it does. Yeah. One condition gone, three to go. <laughs> yeah, I'll see when those shoes drop. Yeah. Oh, so you here? Jay comes bursting yeah, into the. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, you guys, all right? Everything go okay at the uh, the mayor's? Governor. He's a governor, apparently. Oh, I actually so don't know the like difference. But I, I guess. I should know that. I didn't. I didn't practice that part. I think I was in a rebellious phase. It's because it's a city-state. He, he owns the surrounding lands. It's basically just a different way to call him king. Uh, governor. It doesn't matter. Governor is not a king or a mayor. They're all different offices and they have different functions. But how'd it go? Well, he had we a didn't pretty see golden him. throne, if you ask me. Um, yeah, we didn't see him. But this house is very nice. And there are houses... A few blocks down that are not still. Uh, so you think he's pocketing the taxes instead of using them for infrastructure and to support the city it's, state? Uh, yeah, it seems pretty clear. Why are you leaning on a bookshelf and looking at a vase? <laughs> well, I just, I could get an angle on the vase by leaning on the bookshelf. I couldn't get anywhere else in the room, and I really wanted to... It's just a beautiful vase. I mean, look at it. 
Ren but, posts up um, and tries to mimic your your posture, leaning against the bookshelf okay. and looking at the vase. Oh yeah, that is nice. Huh. Uh, yes, it's a very nice vase. Guys, come on, let's focus. Uh, there's anyway. They wanted us to his secretary or whatever wanted us to go hunt down some pirates for them. We assume that they're just like refugees or something. Um, if we did that, she offered us a much earlier spot to talk with him. Uh, like tomorrow. Yeah, like tomorrow. Can I... I'm going to say something I have a feeling you guys won't like. I don't think this is our problem. Yeah, I know. I mean, don't okay, don't get me wrong. That's I, how I felt I initially. Want, I want to help people. But like, I mean, think about it. I think that we aren't bureaucrats and this feels like more of a bureaucratic issue and to that end you have an in with the earth king and we have an in with the king of Omashu who's even closer like I think that there's ways to handle this through bureaucratic channels without us having to chase down pirates that might not be pirates and shake down a governor I don't, I don't think this is our problem to solve. I felt that way initially, but you should have seen this guy's house. Also, it's it's like I, I think I think I at the very least, let that. me collapse his house. All right, like I just you know just knock out a few supports and I mean, just find a way to blame it on the water tribes. Not to mention how many how many innocent servants and employees live in that house. Who are you going to hurt? That's not the governor. That'll work for him. Um, yeah, they work for him because they can't make money anywhere else. Like, hey, we weren't we weren't questioning it, whether or not there was morality in crushing in the heads of. I'm not. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> we didn't question the morality of knocking the skulls of you know Fire Nation and Project Spark members, right? Just because that was different, Jay. All right, look. I don't know, they're bad guys. How do we know that the these quote unquote pirates don't have the information that we need? Well, I don't think it matters, Liko. I don't think that this is our fight. I might be just a little biased just because they're water tribes. I think uh, we I, I I don't know. I think we're we're here to decide what is and isn't our fight. I know, I know, and I'm saying that I don't think it is. I'm not letting someone else decide for me. And, and Liko, I get it. I mean, really, I get it. If there were still airbenders around who were being treated badly and I felt like I could do something to stop it, I would want to. But just because you want to stop something doesn't mean you're the right person to do it. So, Osa, do you think it could work to just write Boomy? Or King... Oh, what's his name? Elder Boomy. King uh, taught us about crystals, guy. <laughs> and King... Malu? Is Malu the super Malu. old guy, or is Malu the one who taught crystal bending? Malu, Malu is right? the king of Omashu. 
Okay. You think if we write King Malu and Omashu or write Boomy, that could work better? If we write Boomy, he's not going to do anything differently from what I was going to do. So that's fine. Send him over. Actually, he, he might do something more wild. I don't know. Wait a second. We've we've helped out so many people up to this point. Why are we now just starting to turn our backs? I think that the people that we've helped in the past was different. That was fighting the Fire Nation invasion. That was... I don't know. I think that... I think Osa is saying that there's just a better way to fight. And it doesn't feel like fighting to us. And that's like, frustrating. I, I, I could reach out to Shoban. He could bring the Dai They could do things through proper channels that we're not going to be able to accomplish. We might be able to scare a governor into doing what looks like the right thing for a little while. But as soon as it's clear that we're gone and we're not enforcing whatever it is that we put on him, he's going to go back to doing what he was doing before. But if we can use the connections that we have, go through the proper channels, get people who actually have bureaucratic authority out here, they can remove him without it being a crime. It's not a crime if he's not around to call it one. It's still a crime, Jay. Just because you get caught, don't get caught, doesn't mean you didn't commit a crime. That's not even what I was saying, although that is true. It, I'm saying, like, laws are determined by the victor. Right? He's, he's the governor of a province that is subservient to a government that we helped save. Yeah, and I, there's also a village that I saved explicitly by turning over the power structure in that village over to the people who lived there. I heard about that. I You didn't just turn it over to the people. There was a person in power of the lower class of people that you were able to place in that position of authority. I hear what you're saying, Osa. In a way, I like it. I recognize it. And I would be lying if I didn't think the same thing not too long ago when we were busy helping other people rather than focusing on our on our mission. So I am with you. Perhaps we should put it for a vote. We're really growing up, aren't we? <laughs> this is democracy at its best. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we get to exercise it and no one else does. <laughs> All those for Osa, raise your hand. Nico puts her hand up. So does Osa. <laughs> uh, Ren raises his hand. Um, right. Rosak raises his hand too um, after sort of looking at Che and like patting his shoulder a little bit. Changes, like raises his hand. Changes not raise his hand. 
Well, we're leaving. Uh, I guess I'll try to write the letter, or do you think you should, Osa? Oh. You're really... I, no, I like a letter. Osa's original it's plan. It's Chad. So, okay. Let me... No, we're not... You're gonna message... You're gonna spear message Shoban, right? Yeah. Okay. Ah, okay. And then, actually, Ren, if you did want to write a letter, you could write a letter to Omashu. That'll get there fairly quickly. And then timing-wise, they should arrive at the same time. Or, like, here at the same time. This. Here's the letter. I said, don't forget to use thus. Ah, yeah. Ah, yes, that's right. You have to sound very professional. Ren immediately sits down where he is and starts writing feverishly again. So does Osa, (laughs) except without the writing. Sits down immediately. (laughs) He spiritually writes. You see his eyelids feverishly moving back and forth. Oh my god. Thus saith the Ren. I rolled another eight. (laughs) Please help. Call from afar. Yeah. Please help thine. <laughs> Please help thine city state. <laughs> Man, this call from a far move is—it's uh, got a lot of use. I like it. It's working for you. I yeah. just—I yeah. can't. I the miss. I can't wait for the miss. It's gonna miss be. Is a, yeah. Glorious. Yeah. <laughs> but I—I I connect with with Shoban, and I say, uh, Shoban, this is Osa. Um, we we met a couple of times. Uh. There is a. What? We met. We met I, was, I was about to say no, but then probably, yeah, you, you might have met on the back end when you came back. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, what's the name of this village or city? Uh, Chen Bao. Nation state? Chen Bao? Chen Bao. Chen Bao. Okay. Um, hey, Shoban, uh, there is this city, uh, Chen, Chen Bao, and. The governor here is really corrupt and he's imposing unfair sanctions on waterbender refugees and a lot of bad stuff. And we just, we wanted you to send some agents and bureaucrats to fix it, if you can. Thanks. Uh, Yeah. Is that a, a cry for help or a whisper question to them? <laughs> uh, it's technically a cry for help. Okay, all right. Uh, then um, I don't know if you you hear anything back, but you you do know that you like connect with Shoban spiritually, so you know that they heard you. Mm-hmm. So well, I relay that. Once Ren's done writing the letter, he looks up at Osa and says, "You know, you're starting to sound like a." Like an airbender. I just smile and uh, thanks. Uh, in the in the couple of months after I came back, Toko Toko really helped with that. Hmm. Ren, why don't you guide and comfort? Yeah. Ooh. It's not affected by afraid, right? No, angry. Okay. It's affected by angry. Yep. Ooh. 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 Eleven full hit. 
So Osa has the option to embrace their guidance and comfort or shut it down. And on a 10 plus, Ren, if they do embrace your guidance and comfort, you may also shift Osa's balance. I, I accept it. I embrace it. Okay. Uh, so Osa, you can clear a condition or two fatigue. And Ren, you can also ask them a question that they must answer honestly. I'm clearing guilty. And you should be at center after the rest. Um, what are yeah, what are your principles again, Osa, as the as the new playbook? Uh, patience and determination. Hmm. I'll leave you at center. Uh, so I can ask a question and you have to answer honestly, huh? It appears that way. I haven't asked. Do you... I mean, do you want to be an airbender? I mean, in like the whole traditional sense? Osa's eyes get far away for a second. I... I don't really know. Since I came back, not being able to bend, life's honestly felt a little bit simpler. I don't feel as afraid as I used to, knowing what the Fire Nation would do if they knew about me. I think, I think if I'm being really honest, I don't, I don't want to bend again. Are we all present for this conversation? Yep. Then you won't. And we want Osa what just, you want. Also looks over at Che and just kind of shrugs. And then looks at Ren. Says Thanks, Ren. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we better go be boring and sleep and then move on. I'll get this letter sent. Be boring and sleep and then go find a mystical spirit library that no one knows about to boring. find a man who's trying to take over the world. <laughs> 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 All right, you go to sleep. Way to swing the whole group, Osa. Look at that diplomacy. So if we I, sleep, we can unmark a fatigue? Uh, you can unmark... Uh, you're sleeping in an inn here in Chen Bao, so I'll say you can mark unmark three fatigue. You should be, um, you should be good from the long rest we, we had cleared. from flying. Yeah, yeah from flying. Yeah. Yeah. I know Osa just marked some for the call of fart, but you can, you can unmark those. Um... And yeah, if you were off of your center, you can go back to your center as well, too. Um, and at some point in that conversation between Osa and Che, we probably could have, you know, rolled a live up to your principle or whatnot. But it was it was it was good. It was getting really good. So and it, it resolved before I think it got too tedious. So mm-hmm. I kind of just let it go. Um, but yeah, you wake up the next morning, get on Rue and Chad. 
and keep making your way towards uh, the Siwang Desert. Um, and I think that uh, where are you going in the Siwang Desert? Um, if you know of a place, um, let me know. Otherwise, uh, one of the last vestiges of sort of civilization and humanity uh, past the foggy swamp going into the Siwang Desert is Misty Palms Oasis. That is on the southern end of the Siwang Desert, though, so you kind of have to go around a little bit. Um, but maybe there's uh, another city on the eastern side, a little bit closer. Looking at a map, Ren would suggest trying to find civilization on the outskirts of the desert before we get all the way down to the oasis. Okay. We have to follow the edge okay. anyway, right? I mean, it might not be good to go straight into the desert unless we have lots and lots of water. Green. Yeah. Uh, Jay, how much money do we have left? Enough to buy water. That's good. That's some. Okay. Right on, let's head over to the oasis. Wonderful. Uh, you are making your way towards the oasis. And uh, you know what? You you do. You do see a small village that is um, sort of teetering on the edge of the desert in the forest. Um, it looks pretty decent sized. And um, yeah, if you want, you could land there. Might as well. It's late. Let's go down, Chad. Oh, yeah, you, you want me to go down here? I got you, bro. Yeah, yeah, bro. <laughs> you want me to go down here? Okay, I got you. I got you, bro. It's like actually what Ren hears in his head whenever Chad speaks. Yeah, Talks and every time Rose is just right, Rose is just right behind him. Like, who's he talking to? <laughs> yeah, so is Liko. Liko's like Fly <laughs> flying right next to Ren on Chad. Just like, guys, is he talking to someone? Is he okay? Is Ren okay? <laughs> Uh, who's on who actually? Like who's on Rue and who's on Chad? You know, Ren's on Chad for sure. I don't know who else is, but Chad, Chad being Rue. I feel like unless it matters, then it doesn't really matter. <laughs> no, I was just wondering. Just as a... <laughs> it doesn't matter. So, I think Rosic likes Chad now, so he's gonna specifically ride on Chad. Just oh, yeah? The name is so okay. exotic and yeah. the name's so think... exotic and unique. It's just like yeah. And Oso would ride Rue if Rosa gets on Chad with Ren, just so that because it, <laughs> it makes more sense for more people to be on Rue, not on Chad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the entire time, um, uh, I was gonna combine Rosa and Ren's name, but it's either just Ren or Rosa. Um, Renzuk is cool. <laughs> Renzuk. The entire time, Rosa is like holding on to like Ren's race and resting his head on Ren's back, just smiling. Each time they ride on Chad. 
team really just like this team is nice Renzik. this is nice right rosen <laughs> who's anyone besides rosa team rosen rosa would be like <laughs> just folding his arms shaking his head <laughs> we've gotten a lot closer all of us <laughs> alright we, we go to the town the village uh, it is uh, made of um, like a lot of the buildings are made of like clay it looks like in stone like uh, it looks like it's designed to like withstand sandstorms and the uh, intense weather of the Siwan desert um, and you see uh, a few people milling about. It's sort of, you know, the middle of the day. You see uh, some people that they look like they're carrying uh, or they're like whipping these um, pack animals. And um, they've got uh, on their heads, they've got, they look like beetle carcasses on their heads. Ren turns and a wary eye to Liko, just watching for a reaction. <laughs> She's trying not to show any emotion or reaction at all, but there's like little tiny like movements in her eyebrows <laughs> that would indicate, you know, she definitely sees the same thing as you and is probably thinking very similar things. Ren zooms in like in three different takes just like dun 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 like on your eyebrows. <laughs> it's just like oh gosh. Okay. <laughs> um, and I, I, of the worldly people, uh, Ren and, and maybe Che <laughs> uh, you, well you seem the most like learned and studied culturally. Oh um, I see. Okay. Yes, that's what I meant. What did you Osa think? Has, I meant? Oh, Osa has some <laughs> diplomat training. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say, Osa's been all over the place. Yeah, Osa's been around. Yeah, uh, you might know this as well too. I mean, you would know these are uh, the infamous beetlehead merchants. They are merchants that traverse uh, in and around the Siwang Desert, and they wear beetle carcasses as hats. It's just the beetles. It's just the beetles. Mm -hmm. Hey, how's it going? It's going good. <laughs> they sit right. down, they've got like a sitar in front of them. <laughs> Let me take you down. I'm going to. Also just sitting there like, isn't that good? Like, what a... <laughs> They're kind of overrated. <laughs> All right, Ren looks cautiously at Che and Liko and then starts to step forward to address one of the beetle heads. Wait, wait, what are you doing? Uh, are, oh. are we going to are we going to talk to them to see if the sandbenders well, know? And they're oh, sandbenders though. Well, I guess they well, would know where some sandbenders are. You can't tell just looking at them. Maybe they've been sand. Right, but the, the Sandbender tribes have like a certain mode of dress and oh, right. these are the beetle merchants. They they live around this area though, so they might have some contact with the... Oh, I guess, okay, then I guess anyone can talk to them. Maybe we'll have yeah, a map um, to the library. I can't talk to having, them. Having no idea who they are, you see Rozak already approaching him being like, Hey bro, cool hat! <laughs> Look are at mine! 
You like my hat? I got a cool oh, hat. Look, it says it says PP on it. Cool hat. Yeah. yeah we, we got these hats when we were taking a, a spiritual journey out into the to the northern water tribe. Oh my god, that's so cool. Okay. Oh, such a cool you accent. Your brother. That's such a cool no, accent you have. Where's it from? Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Blessings. Blessings to you as yeah. well. Oh but dude, you're so chill. How do you get like that? What do you what do you do? A lot of weed. A lot of drugs. <laughs> there are there oh. four of them? Yeah, are these four these are my heads? these are my mates. Yeah, yeah these are my mates here. Uh, Paul, we've got. Well, Gun, no, that that Paul. would that would be ridiculous. Gone, gone, Gorgon, Gingo. Yeah, gone, gone, Gingo. Oh well, that's cool. Well, one fellow cool hat wearer to another. Um, uh, we're we're just here, you know. To be completely honest, you seem chill. In search of a giant mystical spirit tower in the middle of the desert. Have you, it, oh, I've never, no, never, I've never seen anything like that. Sounds amazing, now. Honestly, we could write a song about that. Yeah, and we were told that um, you, could, you should. You write songs too. What? We're, we're, we're dabbling in it. We're, we're just kind of like touring a little bit, going to the, the pubs, you know. That's awesome. We travel a lot too, so maybe if we come across like the same like town or city as you guys, you know, we maybe we'll like, maybe if we happen upon a pub, whatever that is, we'll, uh, we'll watch one of your shows. But yeah, no, we were told that um, there are these sandy guys, guys who like sand. Who we could talk to that know more yeah, about this kind lenders. of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if you've seen seen any individuals of that sort. Uh, why don't you plead? Please tell me. <laughs> please tell me if you've seen sandbenders. Please. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna plead. <laughs> uh, I think that's just a four. <laughs> okay. It's just a four. So Rhodes like actually goes, please tell me where the sand vendors are. <laughs> it's like watching us. A jelly shark slowly swallow its prey. <laughs> what is that like? Itself. You see, like, you see, yeah. we're like standing in quicksand. She was literally getting swallowed by the quicksand. That's kind of like that. Um, hmm. Oh man! I take offense to your question and attack. Did I get any bonuses with my PP hat? Ah, uh, you know, you don't get any bonuses to your PP hat. Um, no PP ups today. That's a Pokemon reference. Uh, I, <laughs> Just to be clear, I I knew that. Uh, you are now groveling and pleading in front of these four <laughs> gone gone Gorgon Gingo, and um, the one that you've been talking to says. Oh, all right, all right, mate. Come on, stand up. You're looking like a you're looking like a little child standing there. 
Rosal just stands up, tears running down his face. Uh, and I would like for you to mark insecure. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't, I didn't expect to start crying like that. I don't, I don't know what happened. Uh, yeah, he's like really concerned looking at you. Okay, um, all right, I'll get him. I, <laughs> the last time uh, that we had a contact with the Sam... Uh, hey, Jude, do you remember when the last time you had a contact with the Sam members? <laughs> And you're under arrest. You turn around, and they're they're looking at uh, they're looking at another man. And he goes, "Oh yeah, we um, yeah, I think we found them." Uh, and he pulls out a, a map and draws wow. uh, a, a way to where uh, one of the larger contingencies of sandbenders. Uh, is there you know that there are numerous tribes throughout the Siwang desert um, so this is one of the larger contingencies can we have the map we, we have our own oh, yeah, map yeah, yeah. oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, if you don't want to knock just draw on the other one here yeah. okay either way so, was, um, Rosic, that was, which uh, one was, yeah, which one was Rosic talking to? Gone, Gaul, Gingo, or Gorge? Uh, you were talking to uh, uh, Gorge. Gorge. All right. Um, Rosic goes, "Thank you, <laughs> thank you so much," and he goes in for a big hug. Rosic, I don't think. Um, <laughs> Ren puts her hand on Chay and says, "Let it be." <laughs> <laughs> This is my favorite episode. No. Right, right. Until next time, friend. It was a pleasure meeting you. In the last All way. you need is your friends. <laughs> All you need is that. <laughs> oh, wow. It was like, rejoins the group. I think I just had like, once in a lifetime spiritual experience with those men. They're going to make you, it big for sure. You asked that guy a question and, and groveled it to, and cried. Yeah, no one's ever brought something like that out of me before. No, you don't understand. You, he didn't do anything. Oh, you just did all did. that. Oh, okay. Oh, little brother. Rose like just puts both hands on his cheek. You have much to learn. And then Wait. walks away. Which one did you talk to? Uh, he said his name was G G Gorge. Oh, that's less <laughs> impressive than... I didn't talk to Two of the Kingo others. or... We can see them though, right? Justin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like literally like talking right Next time we see them, Don and Gaul are no longer talking, and there's a woman named Goko hanging out with them. Uh, <laughs> 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 and that's when my face hurts. <laughs> oh my like, god. <laughs> wow. This village is nice. Mm hmm. Yeah, anyways, I'm going to go buy more, more water and food supplies. Wait, they sell water here? You can't just get it out of a well or, you know, collect yeah, it for yourself? Bottles. Comes at a premium I have no idea. in the desert. Who's ever heard of selling water? That's insane. It's a basic necessity for all human survival. How can you put a price on that? It would be completely evil. We do that evil with so many water. things. 
that are all necessary. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. I maybe I don't buy water. Maybe maybe I buy seltzer. Yeah. Who knows? I, I, I get some food. <laughs> yeah, I get some supplies. Shay just really wants like a nice twelve pack of Lacroix. Also, they do sell water containers, so I'd have, probably have to buy those at the very least, especially um, ones that are crafted to actually like survive the desert. So, yeah, yeah, there are there are special can canteens and containers. Um, I'll also say too, if you're looking for some special drink, Shay, special uh, drink. next Ooh. to where <laughs> the water is, you see canteens and containers. That looks like water. And then on the front, they've stamped like a little cactus. Uh, like cactus symbol. No. What is, what is this? Uh, is there, is there anyone is there anyone to explain what this That's is? That's probably what Gone, Gall, Gorge, and Gingle are drinking <laughs> right was now. Just, I was just about to say, actually, um, behind behind the counter, you see uh, Gingo, who is one of the other... <laughs> Uh, four that you saw. Oh, hey, mate. How's it going? Uh, all right. I was just... A smile just grows on Lito's face. So you're looking at our, uh, our uh, special drink there, Fred? Uh, yeah, I was wondering what it was. Well, we get that from the cactus. Deep in the Seawog Desert. It's got cactus. special rejuvenation. Yep, rejuvenative properties. Helps us write all songs. Gee, that's what makes him so chill. Buy some. I'm... How much for a bottle? I could probably... Uh, <laughs> I've sold uh, many of these before. Um, Obviously, we've sold a lot of these. Um, two, three, five. Five. I'll give you three. Oh, Rose like, and then hands him three. <laughs> I was gonna say, Chase, just hold out your hand for a high five. Five. I'll take the five. Three. Sorry. And you can high five Rosic. Like, the desert bartering right. system is different. <laughs> Rosic gives a huge high five to Gingo. I think I'm taking Rose. damage from being See. here. See you around. Bye, Gingo. <laughs> so just like, what? Now she's... <laughs> and now Liko just starts to, like, walk with, with Rosic. <laughs> oh. Clinging onto his arm. <laughs> Liko's experienced spiritual connection, too. It's happening. <laughs> uh, I think uh, uh, Gingo will... Now that Rosic and Liko have walked away, he'll, he'll lean over the counter towards chain be like who was that bud hmm? what <laughs> come on man the one the bird you were with are we speaking the same language yeah understand what i'm saying come on the bird the girl oh that's Lico. why you call her bird that's what we call it. Beetle-headed <laughs> merchants. We call all the uh, all pretty girls birds. I'm gonna go. Hello. All right. See you around. I hope not. 
<laughs> Osa was just like right at your shoulder the whole time. Did you say, I hope not? And he's like, that's why you can't talk to the sandbenders. <laughs> Come on. You were there for all of that. <laughs> if any of us drink the cactus juice, do um, Chad and Rue suddenly just look like um, yellow I mean, subnautical Fire Nation warships. <laughs> do you drink the cactus juice? Jay's not going to touch the cactus juice. And, uh, we'll come together uh, and drink the cactus I'm juice. Sh- Osa's definitely I'm sure drinking Liko some cactus juice. I'm sure Liko and Rosic are going to drink this cactus juice. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone should drink whatever the heck this is. Maybe there's like a, maybe in the back of one of the houses there's a small field of strawberries that we can sit down on. Mm-hmm. Then why did we buy it? Well, you know, Rose asked me to, and also I wasn't quite aware of what was going on. Give me that bottle. Yeah, we mm-hmm. never, we never really a, like loosen up, you know. A little sip isn't gonna hurt anybody. Yeah. By sip, I mean like a shot. Right. Right. Uh, there, there just needs to be one that doesn't take it, and obviously it's gonna be you, Che, because uh, you don't like fun. Hey, right. whoa. Um, take a sip. Fine. Um, peer pressure. Peer pressure. You turn. <laughs> this entire time you guys were talking, Rosic has been quote unquote sipping on the bottle. Rosic. Oh, it's like <laughs> oh, sorry. It just tastes so nice. Uh, here, he passes it to to Lico. I take a little shot, and then I pass it to Che. He takes a little shot. Fine. Mm. Hands it over to Ren. Ren smiles at Che and nods. And then takes a larger than justifiable shot. <laughs> then passes it to Osa. Osa's worried he's really gonna miss out, so he polishes what's left. <laughs> Justin FOMO. Does this, does this seem like one of life's true delights? <laughs> I am Oh great. I am thinking about that. Cause I feel like um, I could get a nice little epiphany. <laughs> yeah. I do. I agree. Um and I'll tell you what, we'll we'll get to that. I think this this is what I like to call in the the powered by the apocalypse GM business as being handed a golden opportunity. <laughs> I'm not even gonna make any of you roll. So it sounds like Rosalik and Osa definitely drank the most. I don't think it matters who drank okay. the most. It might later, but for now. You all wake up <laughs> and Oh, that means we were sleeping. <laughs> you are surrounded or something else by sand. We blacked out. <gasps> we wit. And as you come to you are in the middle of the Siwang Desert. <laughs> and then you see a bunch of fins circling the rock that the five of you are standing on. Large fins. Rue and Chad are nowhere in sight. And we will have to find out what you do (laughs) next week. Oh my God. Nick looks so frustrated. 
Yeah, this is improv at its best. <laughs> Beetleheads. Oh my god. <laughs> I love how I just made a passing comment about them being the Beatles. And that <laughs> turned into like a whole yeah, episode like, oh, of Danny, you did, Come on, you know you can't make a stupid passing comment like that. That made uh, my entire week. <laughs> oh man, very fun, Incredible. very fun. Um, this was great, great, great job you guys. This was one of those episodes where uh, I come in with way less than I normally do uh, and it turned into some very fun moments some great moral conversations at the top and then just straight up ridiculousness at the end uh, <laughs> and I can't wait to see what, what happens next week uh, Steve you got any uh, words for our listeners? No cool. <laughs> Alright well uh, we'll see <laughs> Like at least one time, I just shouldn't. You know what I'm saying? No, no, you got. No, no that's <laughs> no. good. It's a good. That's a good joke. Good I know. I want. I want. I want to keep it exactly as is. You know. <laughs> okay. All right. No worries. Um, okay. Well, did, did you have something, right. Nick? You 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 never say stuff at the end. You want to say something? Yeah. Sure. Um. Hey. Okay. Give us great reviews. Tell us. You tell your friends to give us great reviews. Yeah. Tell your friends to buy our merch and then buy them merch for Christmas. It's coming up. <gasps> oh. Good idea, Nick. Yeah. Good idea. This is why I should like always have idea. words. <laughs> I do like, too, how, how Nick and Shay sometimes seamlessly blend, and that kind of sounds a little bit like a threat. Like, give us great reviews. <laughs> Tell your friends to give us great reviews. I like that. It's good. But I also gave him a bit of wisdom. You know, it's it a, maybe a threat and a tidbit yeah. of... Hey, buy your merch for your friends. If They'll you know it. what's good buy for your you, friends. you'll buy it. <laughs> if you know, but, ser- but honestly, seriously, if you do like Avatar adjacent merch, like our 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 shirts and stuff are all Avatar inspired. They're all like our our logos and whatnot. Um, but yeah, they're really cool. I have uh, the hat and the sweatpants are super comfy. T-shirts look pretty dope. You can find our store on our website, flyingbisonpodcast.com. And yeah. Great Christmas presents, but, but but can we get some you know gingo merch and yeah, stuff no. like that and gong? <laughs> it might be, be a, a little bit of a process. Ooh, four beetle heads on a shirt. Yes, we could do we could do a mm-hmm. fake Beatles poster, but they have like maybe the Abbey Road, but they've got like four beetle heads on. They're crossing the street on Tatooine or something. See what kind of stuff we can do without getting into trademarking problems. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. There's stuff in there, you know? Exactly. I have to walk exactly. a little bit of a tightrope, but uh, we'll get there. Um, we hope you enjoyed listening to this. We hope you enjoyed exploring the Four Nations with us, and we'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye. See you. Bye. 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 Flying Bison Podcast is an independent podcast. If you feel like directly supporting the show, please check out our Patreon. While the Flying Bison Podcast seeks to emulate the tone of Avatar The Last Airbender, this is an improv tabletop role-playing game, and the actors may briefly depict scenes with more mature story elements. Avatar Legends is developed and produced by Magpie Games. The worlds of Avatar The Last Airbender and Avatar The Legend of Korra are property of Viacom CBS. Intro music is Dizu by Sendai. And outro music is Tokyo Funk by LATG Music. Logo and art by Kate and Matthew Menke. 
You can find more of their work at pomican.com. Link in the show notes. <laughs>